0: You better study your ass off for this test or you're gonna die like the rest. We watched the 1981 final exam. We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is. Okay.
1: needs Don't
0: What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, my buddy, my co host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing today? School's out for summer. It is.
1: Yeah, I feel like a little Alice Cooper coming on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes, it is that time of year. Schools are out or getting out. Uh, And for those of those poor suckers who are still in school, we figured, you know, what better way to you know, kind of represent this time of year, than digging up the old 1981 final exam. Yeah, you know, you
1: think there'd be a movie that would have been done, you know, like, it seems like, I've never heard of this movie, but it yeah. seems like it'd be something that's it's pretty, cl- it's like, this seems pretty spot on for a horror movie.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I didn't even hear about it until like a, while, a little while ago where I stumbled upon it just like searching around for stuff. And it, it was like one of those things where, I was like looking at a different movie and they said, you might also like these. And I'm right. like, Oh, I've never heard of this one. I clicked on that. You and might you
1: know, also like this crap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you like these shitty movies, you'll love this
1: shitty movie. I get that all the time on my Amazon. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh, you really, you liked the stuff. <laughs> yeah. You liked the flesh eating mothers. You may like this
0: shit. That's what this, that's how I got this one. It was right. like, right. Oh, but yeah, it's a little lost. Uh, very, I don't think a whole lot of people, I'm sure, you know, the, Hardcore fans should sure. definitely know, but this one, you know, probably flies under the radar. Yeah, it definitely does. Um. Anyway, before we get to that, first of all, I want to give a a shout out and thank you to uh, David Gifford for his support on our Patreon page. He donated a little money to us, so uh, thank you, David. If you ever hear this, we appreciate it. Sweet. Um. The movie Final Exam, like I said, was uh, released on June 5th of 1981. Uh, it was written and directed by Jimmy Houston. Uh, and the only other thing of note that he ever actually did after this movie is he directed the 80s movie My Best Friend is a Vampire, which some people may have heard or seen of. Other than that... Really, Jim Carrey, right? I don't know. No, I think he was in Once Bitten. Oh, that's right. But basically the same thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, You can find this movie on Amazon right now on Prime. It's for free. So if you get the Prime account, so it's a freebie. Thank God. Yeah. Um, and the only person in this cast I'm going to mention is um, Joel S. Rice. He plays Radish. Yes, that's the character's name, Radish. Not turnip, not tomato, but Radish. (laughs) Uh, He only has four credits as an actor, obviously this being one of them, but he's got 83 credits as a producer. So after this, he's like, you know what, fuck acting. I suck at it anyway. I'm going to producing. Did he suck? Yeah, the acting in this movie is pretty atrocious. Yeah, but did he suck? I think so. Yeah. Maybe not as hard okay. as the
1: others, but yeah, he did. It's it's tough because when you see like the,
0: it's like which turd smells smells the this least. This is this is the best turd. Yeah, like this is the the
1: this is the one I'm keeping. Yeah, like, why would I keep one? I don't know. Because um, I was actually going to go with that analogy <laughs> with the same one that you just went with. But at the same time, it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Why would I have any of that?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but he did, like I said, A3 credits as a producer. So he went on and he produced like a shit ton of like TV, made for TV movies. So he at least went on to have a successful career in that. Um, otherwise, nobody else were in this cast for his screen So let's jump right into... Uh, Final exam. Take your no-dose, take your caffeine pills because we're pulling an all-nighter here.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I never really did that. I was always a study bug
0: because uh, I was terrified. I did it one year for one class. That was the uh, the dreaded, at my school, the dreaded theater history class, which everybody was like, it was probably the hardest, the most like, complete, covered the most material final I've ever taken in my life. So that was the one time I stayed up with like, The no-dose pills and caffeine pills, trying to pull an all-nighter. I always fucked her, like... Still fell asleep. (laughs) They didn't work for the (laughs) shit. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so the movie, we open with the credits that roll over this very peaceful, very peaceful shots of a college and serene nature scenes. Uh, Very peace, very pretty. Uh, After the credits, we're taken to an isolated make-out point. Uh, kind of make out spot by the uh, lake overlooking the lake overlooking looking like where a college couple is making out in a convertible. Um, Now this is supposed to be on the campus of March college, which is obviously just a made up school. Uh, The girl here, by the way, is just super fucking annoying. I can't believe this guy puts up with her, but she constantly stops like the makeout session, like every two seconds to whine about some other shit and it's, oh, it's my, my, annoying my
1: favorite one that she stops away do you
0: love me oh
1: yeah that's the that's the last one that's the do big you, one do you love me he just goes goes right back to making yeah. out and she stops again do you love me i'm like dude this is so easy
0: all i have to say is
1: yeah baby this of is, course this is, i this do is,
0: this is i wonder if this is where meatloaf got his uh dashboard lights <laughs> on this is the exact scenario make it out in the car going all the way tell me you love me Baby, do yeah. you love me? Let me sleep on it. <laughs> no, you better tell me right now. <laughs> That's exactly what happens here. You just don't have
1: to say it. All I have to say is, of course I do. That was my fucking move back in the day. I was a sleazeball. <laughs> of course I do. I never, I never said that shit. You told me you love me. I never said that. I never, <laughs> I never said those I never words said precisely. That. <laughs> Can you tell me what the definition of the word is? is <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm getting semantic on yeah, this yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, anyway, however, though, I will say, judging by the way the dude kisses her, I can't really blame her for wanting to stop it every two seconds, cause the, he is like an animal kissing her. It's it's rough. <laughs> uh, but I guess he must say it's super hard to get like, because he just keeps... Going and going, putting up with this girl's crap the whole time. Yeah, he puts up the top to the convertible. Yeah, like put up the top. I don't feel comfortable. Let's, let's this, go somewhere blah, else. Blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's just nonstop. But eventually, he does get her to shut up, and they move to the back seat uh, to take the makeups makeout session up a notch. And that's when they start hearing noises coming from the darkness outside, and the car starts getting like bumped and kind of shook around, of shaking a yeah. little bit. Uh, and the guy thinks. Dude's like, oh, that's just some of my teammates because they're jealous of their starting quarterback. I'm the starting quarterback. That's <laughs> <laughs> such like hard like novice writing. Like you can't, like you're just jealous of their starting quarterback. Like we ne- we don't need that fucking information in this movie. But it's it's like we want to we want you to know he's the jock. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like it's so weird. I like, know I I don't know anybody like in high school or even at the college level. The guys, the football players, going, yeah, I'm the. Star- starting quarterback like they didn't describe like and that's like hey do you or, you know you play football like, yeah I'm, I'm a quarterback or something like that or i play this position right but normally just like casually drops yeah i'm the starting quarterback like <laughs> it, is that his move to get the girls wet or so i guess in the 80s maybe that was the this thing is 81. 81. this so, is 81 81 i guess 81. that was a big thing in the 80s at the same the time Jackson. was that
1: hacky writing in 81 yeah who knows you know it seems like super hacky now but yeah. it's like they're just now getting their they're
0: dipping their toes in the hacky pool. <laughs> You're like, "Ooh, I kind of like it in here." <laughs> uh so and that's when from seemingly out of nowhere, we see the hands and the head of a man just pop down into view through the windshield and he's he's like on top of the car and he's just like duck he, he hangs his head down yeah. and I look into the car I couldn't from tell above. if he's dead
1: yeah, or what. Yeah, at first what? you think it's a dead body. He just kind of flops. Yeah. He's not, like, looking menacing. He just, like, flops yeah, his Yeah, there's face nothing graceful hand.
0: about it all. Just
1: plop. Yeah. Uh,
0: and, and the quarterback, <laughs> in his defense, he's like, this is fucking weird. I'm getting the fuck out of here. But I'm like, how the fuck does this guy even get onto the roof of the car it's beyond me because like, it's a ragtop. it's yeah that's my other point it's a fucking ragtop, which means he would fall through he'd be falling roof. through yeah. it, it, the canvas is not gonna support this guy's weight <laughs> <laughs> as he climbs up on it which again would shake the whole car and they would hear yeah, somebody climbing on top of smash the, car. the top you'd be like oh shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
1: totally so, ruining what's gonna yeah, happen they
0: would just he'd just land on that couple's lap like What's up, guys? Yes, yeah,
1: sorry. Uh, this was the, supposed to be a lot more scary. <laughs> How embarrassing!
0: So the girl screams. The man hops down onto the hood of the car now, and he slices the canvas top open with his knife. The boy climbs into the driver's seat and is like, starts to drive. I was like, "Fuck this, we're getting out of here!" But the killer then grabs the guy with one hand. And pulls him up and out of the car in one in fluid one, motion. Yeah, this is like fucking Terminator like strength, like fucking or Hulk like just one handed pulls this guy up and out of the like the, the roof top like of the pulling car.
1: Dandelion weeds in my front yard. Yeah, with just one whoop.
0: hand, um, and then he slams the guy onto the hood of the car where he just stabs him repeatedly, just killing this guy. Uh, the girl's screaming in the back as the camera zooms in on her screaming. We fade to black, and that's it.
1: So, it's interesting because the guy put the car in motion. The car yeah. is wheeling, it's moving, but he keeps his balance so perfectly yeah. the whole time. It's
0: like Black Panther on top of the car, man. Fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> <the? laughs> or uh, make more A's references. It's like uh, uh, Teen Wolf surfing on top surfing of a Surfing the top the van. of the van. Yeah. Um, so now we jump to Lanier College, another made-up school. And it's a bright, sunny day. The campus is busy with students. Uh, keep that in mind. They're, it's busy with students at this Bustling. point. Bustling, yes. Uh, we meet a, our main girl, Courtney. She's sitting alone in like a dusty, dirty section of this building stairwell. It, it turns out, Larry, it's like this tower. Old like this bell tower. Old bell tower. that's like six floors up on attached to this one building. And, but uh, the bell rings and she gets up heads down the stairs. Now you've had this before and I'm going to rant about it again, but we've had several college based movies where I s- don't know why they fucking do it, but they still do. They insist on putting a ringing bell in the movie. And I don't know any college or university that ever did that. Like outside of high school, they don't have bells. They don't have, Oh, it's classes starting or classes over stuff. It, it just doesn't. Exist, but they keep putting it in these fucking movies.
1: It was eighty one. That's the only excuse I've got. But still, it's like I.
0: It's so bad, and and it drives me nuts. I fucking hate it. I mean, just get rid of the sound effects, and you could do the same. You could just have Courtney look down there to watch. I'm like, uh oh, gotta right. go. And we get the exact same effect that like, oh she has to go to class, she's got to go somewhere. We don't need a Saved by the Bell like fucking bell ringing. That doesn't exist in colleges. I hate it. Um, so anyway, she she leaves. She goes down, and outside on the steps are two of her friends, Elizabeth and Janet, uh, along with the frat boy Mark, whose hair is fucking ridiculous. By the way,
1: uh, it's epic,
0: dude. He is the epitome of helmet hair.
1: Oh, it's awesome.
0: I mean, if it's, it's that eighties
1: giant like part, like. It's semi
0: permed. It's sort feathered.
1: It's, it's feathered, feathered and hairspray. To it, just it's like, be like
0: parted right down the middle, oh, feathered to the side. Glorious. I, I swear to God, if this thing had a tail, it would look like a, a hat or something just sitting on his head. <laughs> and like, you could just walk up to him and just pop it right off. That's it's awesome. It's cr- uh, Courtney and Mark, they walk and talk about how much Mark hates chemistry. And that he has to get an 82 on his final in order to pass the class. Up runs Radish, who is the serial killer, obsessed, nerdy guy. Yeah, he's he's your classic nerd. Yeah, but... Nerdlinger. Yeah, but obsessed with, like, murderers and killings. Um, so, it can, I guess you could say he's kind of like a precursor to uh, the Jamie Kennedy character in Scream, who is obsessed with the horror movies. Ooh, nice connection. Maybe kind of like yeah. that. Um, so... Uh, he tells Courtney and Mark about the two students that were murdered over at March college. Referring to ones we just saw in the beginning. He's got all
1: the details. He yeah. knows the starting quarterback. He's, N- he's, he's into it.
0: Now, Mark is actually pretty happy to hear this because the guy that was killed, like I said, is, he was the school starting quarterback. <laughs> uh, so now Mark's like, maybe we can beat them next year. Sweet. Or no, he says, maybe I can, we can beat them this year. Um, which, I had a big problem with this, too.
1: Well, if it's actually going with an actual year, a yeah, solid year.
0: Yeah. Like, that's – yeah. I have to – yeah. Because, uh, first of all, like, they're in finals week. So, now, we don't know if it's – and I'm guessing based on the weather here and the lush green grass and the April, trees and bushes. Uh, yeah. You assume it's this maybe the spring semester, which is the end of the year, which means football season's over. But it will start in fall. Um, it yeah, would but, still but, be that same year. But it would be next year. Everybody, Come on. Everybody in sports hey. says we'll give them next year, meaning next season. Nobody I, says that. Nobody means it that way. But
1: they're probably already starting OTAs and starting like, <laughs> warm-ups and stuff and getting ready to start doing that. So their year is already starting. Semantics. This,
0: no, they actually
1: don't have OTAs in finals week. Well, they don't they're gonna start them soon not that soon not in college maybe in the summer regardless <laughs> it's the same actual and even physical... if it's the fall semester the cal- it still doesn't work it's the same calendar year so we're we're really splitting hairs here
0: but uh, it bothered me because it doesn't make it doesn't make sense oh boy upper okay now up runs wild man i'm glad i got a drink <laughs> <laughs> uh because uh wow man he, he knocks the books out of rash's hands as he runs by and we, now we get to the shot. We cut yeah, to a w- shot.
1: Of, Wild man is a poor man's ogre from it Revenge really is. Yeah.
0: yeah, really, really is. Um, we cut to a shot of a brown van slowly driving up onto campus. And then we go back to our cast of characters, which just so happens that all of them are in the same goddamn chemistry class again. Bullshit as well. Because, again, nobody's, you don't have your entire cast yeah. in one class in college. Not like... Maybe high school. I kind of forgive in high school, especially if it's a smaller school. But in college, no one's taking science. Chemistry isn't even a, ba- a required class in college. Yeah, it's kind of a strange one. Once it's... I got out of high school, I didn't have to take a single science class
1: at all. Because that was a confusing thing, again, if we're splitting hairs. Why not? Let me fucking jump in this pool. Uh, you got Nerdlinger. Sure. Radish. He's obviously going to be taking a chemistry class. It's not unsurprising for him. But why would Wildman, yeah. who's basically Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, why would he be taking a chemistry, chemistry class?
0: Exactly. Like, it's it just fucking, you should just made like freshman English or, or, or a more generic like history or English or, or you know, something very basic or very right. common that one of those core classes that everybody has to take. Then it's more believable, but not chemistry. So they all sit down, get ready to take the final exam. We're introduced to Dr. Reynolds, the professor who leaves his TAs in charge of the final exam. Um, well they take the test. We keep getting shots of this, of, of this van slowly rolling through campus. Um, and in one shot, uh, you know, I'll come back to that. Fucking, um, Reynolds leaves. He likes it. He leaves his TAs in charge and out in the hallway, he meets up with Lisa, another student and Courtney's roommate. And it turns out that Dr. Reynolds is cheating on his wife by banging Lisa on the side. Oh yeah. Yeah, he
1: is. Uh, they, she gets a passing grade <laughs> with them titties.
0: They talk in his office. Uh, long scene, short here. Uh, she tells him to meet her in the art studio tonight for one last fuck session before she leaves for break.
1: Is <laughs> when two D's can get you an A.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wildman rash. They finish their exam. They leave. Outside, Wildman runs into Coach. And what I mean, what I mean by runs into Coach is that. Uh, Coach fucking blindsides Wild yeah. Man with a running tackle. <laughs> Wildman's which... walking just
1: away. He's like, Alright, I got done with my exam. Exams are over. He's not he's just like a happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. And this fucking wild
0: middle-aged man <laughs> with a gut comes out of nowhere and just bulldozes him over. Yeah. Like, I'm like, holy shit, I mean, can you imagine if a coach Blindsided a student athlete in today's world, and he like, just gets up the like running tackle. You weren't ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like he could have fucked him up. Yeah. Coach is a pretty Here's big about guy. For athletes, healthy so they feel they them by this <laughs> bullshit. God. Uh, so Rash joins up with them, and we learn that Radish is like the football team's equipment manager. You know, water boy. He, he's somehow out, and he has to do a final year-end inventory of equipment. Uh, so. And at this point, I also want to mention Wildman's shirt. Uh, he wears this football jersey pretty much throughout the entire movie. But um, the odd thing about this jersey is that it has his nickname Wildman on both the back and the front of the jersey that's how cool he is i've never seen a school football jersey that has the players names on the front usually it's the that's where the team school mascot is he's like the xfl that's
1: exactly what i wrote like
0: (laughs) this is the xfl where you put a nickname on the back it would be his last name not wild man i loved it i loved
1: it wild man's my favorite character in this movie he's got crazy long
0: bleach blonde hair
1: he's a little out of control. He's he does a good job of being like the crazy... This is Obviously, this is before Revenge of the Nerds. This yeah. is before Ogre. So he's actually cutting his teeth in this type of character. Or really kind of... I mean, they did this in Animal House. So, I mean, you kind of had yeah. a prototype to go with it. But like I, I enjoyed Wild Man. I thought he was a fun he, character. He
0: probably was one of the better... I mean, given the character better, right, There's some parts of him where I got a little too much while I'm like, Ugh, enough of him but I couldn't get enough. Um, so more I, wild. Man again, please. Look, he this was, he was a one and done. Like he, this is the only thing he ever did. He didn't go on to do anything else. Um, wow. Yeah. So we go back to the classroom. Courtney finishes up her exam. She leaves outside. She, her and Lisa chap this other couple that's loading up a car, getting ready to leave for a break. Uh, Courtney and Lisa move on as the Brown van drives past and then comes to a stop. And it's, this is where we, as they're driving by, we see that in the back of the van, um, the, the guys in the van are wearing ski masks, and one of them has an M16. So out jumps this guy with an M16, and he just starts unloading it on everyone he sees. Dude, straight up school shooting,
1: 18 oh style. My, yeah, it's like,
0: fucking insane watching <laughs> now in today's environment. Yeah, in today's environment, it's just like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, and for, I'm pretty sure this guy's never held a gun before because the way he's holding this M16 is fucking ridiculous. But several male students get gunned down. as He's a, just spray. He's just spray. Spray and pray is back what they call and, it.
1: Back and forth. It's spray, spray and pray. And, yeah. Ah, while
0: these guys. But in. he's also holding it like at a 45 degree angle. It's really weird. Um, so a few guys get shot down. Uh, uh, where was I? Uh, girls and a few other guys, they flee, run for cover. And the men in the masks who don't have guns, they rush out of the van and start dragging the bodies Collecting of the, the corpses down students and they drag them and load them back up into the van. Back in the classroom, everyone is continue, still taking the test, even they're, though the sounds of gunfire- they, They're starting to go, what's going on? Are they right start, outside the window.
1: They're getting up and they're kind of starting to go over to nobody, look out the no, window.
0: Nobody even gets out of their check desk,
1: dude. Yes, they do. They go and look out the window. There's like a good collection of people who are looking out the window looking because this gives- our main character with the helmet hair no, the yeah. opportunity to doctor his test results yeah
0: um yeah mark pulled he pulled out a red pen and he quickly like marks a few answers wrong and writes an 82 on the top of his test gets up and then he places it at the bottom of the other finished test on the TA's desk so it's like oh it's i've been great so i guess not the worst idea but, but i don't if know the if the TA
1: would... grading those papers wouldn't you be like that's not my fucking handwriting. It's, yeah, that's the that's the that point. Like
0: I don't, I didn't do that one. What the fuck? And yeah. So who knows? Um, we go back to the gunman who's still firing rounds from his magical endless magazine. Uh, all the other masked men, Lord enough bodies in the van. Uh, now I do have to say that this one guy uh, picks up a limp body and flings it over his shoulder like with a impressive ease. Boss. I mean. It's, it's it's seriously impressive he flings his body up and over him like it's just a sack of dirty laundry yeah remember, that's one of the most impressive feats of strength I think I've ever seen <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the obscure <laughs> horror movie <Yeah>. final
0: exam <laughs> fuck the Arnold classics
1: and the deadlifts that you see yeah Fuck seeing like some of the CrossFit fit games. Yeah. Fuck some of the other things we just see in normal human competition. Final exam, scoops a dead body off the ground. Dude, wow! Oh,
0: it's like a completely like probably easy two hundred pound man who a dead weight, and he does it with like one hand too. He, he's a big boy. He just
1: whoop. You can tell he's been throwing bales of hay his whole life. He's from he's from the flatlands of Nebraska, yeah, he is. where he's just been chucking <laughs> baled hay his whole life.
0: Um, So the masked man hop back in the van. They drive away while Radish hauls ass to a phone to call the local sheriff. There's a quick shot in the men in the van cheering and chanting. But we go back to Courtney and Lisa who are smiling and laughing as Elizabeth comes running up freaked out by the shooting. Courtney tells her that she saw a Gamma fraternity sticker on the back window, which by the way, there is not. It's never there. You clearly don't see it. Uh, the van comes to a stop on some dirt road, and all the men hop out laughing and gleefully yeah. cheering about the success of their prank. Up, huh? And it turns out the driver of the van was wild, man. And I'm like, I'm again fucking A. Like, they're, just seeing this in a movie nowadays is so disturbing in a way it's it's there's there's been so many
1: school shootings going on all over they're like 18
0: this year alone it's it's
1: just so uncomfortable it's such a hot fever pitch climate right now politically and it's just such a hot button topic and we watch this scene it's like holy g- shit. oh my god am i gonna
0: get in trouble yeah for watching I like, I like i'm on a, I feel like i'm on like a, a list <laughs> now
1: i've been right. watched <laughs> marshall Hampton watch final exam final <laughs> exam has this really gruesome t- like school shooting you're on the list we're gonna we're gonna listen to this podcast yeah. right
0: hey welcome nsa yeah. welcome to horrible horror <laughs> i mean you imagine the t- the outrage? If this movie was, they did this now. Like, if it was, re- oh. they try to
1: release this movie nowadays, dude. You want to talk about expulsion of those students and beyond?
0: Yeah, like criminal charges. Oh, like- I'm not even talking about yeah, the prank alone, gimmicks. They yeah, but I'm mean, like, if somebody tried to release this movie with that in it today. There's no way the movie would even get released. Dude, there's so much that can't be done that was done in the '80s. Today. I know, but it's like fucking '80s, man. There's always some '80s gems out there.
1: I know. It's like it's. If you want to see some fucked up shit, watch some good it's '80s. The movies. Most
0: fucked up shit I've seen in a while. Yeah. And it's not even like. The real one is not in it, the kills. It's, it's not a the prank. It's yeah, it's a fucking school. It's dude. like He's the prank. most in, intense part of the movie. We're so the guy had. To, where does he get a fucking M sixteen and blanks for <laughs> from? Right? How do you get your hand on that <laughs> as a college student in some small bunfuck town? Oh god. Now maybe the eighties gun laws or like assault rifles. Maybe you could get one somewhere. Now, but Jesus Christ. Yeah,
1: man, it was it was pretty
0: awesome. Uh. And then talk about elaborate—the time that would go into that. Not just the gun and the ski mask, but you have to get the blanks for the gun one, and then you have to get your—yeah, your, your victims have to be done up with squibs. Yeah, and you have to tie. This is the most elaborate prank ever, and all of this. Just to get it out of a final exam to mark an 82. So you can get an 82 on your chemistry exam. Yeah. Like the bare minimum. He's going give himself like a 93.
1: No, 82. I need an 82 to pass. I'm not going to be greedy. No. I'm just going to
0: exchange this crazy elaborate prank. Yeah.
1: Just, but I'm not going to be greedy. probably
0: took more time right. to put together than it would to be studying for the test. <laughs>
1: It's, it's, it's all about your priorities, <laughs> <Yeah>. Marshall.
0: <laughs> anyway, back on campus, another van, this one black, slowly is slowly driving by watching Courtney and Lisa as they walk and talk through campus. Now, we go to the cafeteria. Uh, 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 Courtney and Lisa are joined by Mark, and they talk about the prank. Uh, Lisa shoots down Mark's flirty advances, and the three of them are now joined by Janet and her boyfriend, Gary, the Gamma Delta... Uh, Psi pledge uh, Basically the, Gary's also the one And only pledge That this house has In this movie Even though it's supposed To be like, the coolest And best house on campus But he, they only have one pledge um, Also this, Again You're not gonna like this But it throws me off On the timing Of when this movie Is supposed to take Fucking place Okay
1: Lay it on me What is it I know you were In a fraternity I was not in a fraternity So you you know a lot more About that stuff Than I do
0: I mean it's just Cause Okay first of all normally pledges rush in the fall and usually the rush is in mid-September or early September depending on the school uh, and by normal all normal accounts they become active members you know they go through the pledge ship and how we can initiate somewhere between late November like right after Thanksgiving break to early December again depending it all depends but still that's your timeline so if Gary even if Gary was a spring rushy he still would become an active member long before finals week the fact that he's still a pledge at finals week is
1: bullshit. Is there any way that he could have been in trouble before as a pledge and got his his, his he's he's I, extenuating circumstance because he is the only one? Maybe you know what, he, his did, can got kicked down the road because because of something. Maybe he you know did what? I or, did not yeah. think
0: of that. I guess it, under certain circumstances you could, especially in the eighties, you could definitely probably stretch out somebody's pledge ship if they fucked up. Uh, and that you're right. That might explain why he's the only pledge right now, but I don't think I don't know. It's just it, it's something that, as from my point of view, it was really fucking weird. Like again, just the time of this movie. I, I don't know when takes. So explain you don't this.
1: mind? They just, they just should have explained as to why he's still a late. A late bloomer, if that's if you
0: will. Ca- and I, I don't even saying they need to explain. I mean, if that is the case, maybe, yeah. But I'm just the thing I'm saying is I don't like about this movie is I can't figure out when the hell it's supposed to take place because mm-hmm. you don't know if it's fall semester in California or something like that, or is it spring semester and finals exams? But all, by the time finals, almost all other school activities are done, canceled because they want you to focus on your finals. But in this movie, it's acting like finals might be more like midterms or something. It should be midterm exams. Yeah,
1: they still got football helmets and inventory. Yeah, it's so like that this too. show would
0: be long mm-hmm. gone. And football season, they would have done the inventory after football season, not the end of the year. That's a good point. So, yeah, you yeah. know what? Fuck this movie. Thank you. Fuck them. Nothing here makes sense. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, Mark. Mark, <laughs> gives, Let's try to avoid more of these nitpicks or else we're going to be here all day. Mark gives Gary some basic pledge shit, and they go outside where Mark tells Gary that he has to break into the professor's office, into a professor's office, and steal a copy of a final exam. Up comes Wildman. Mark tells him the pledge doesn't want to steal the exam. Gary gets more shit from Wildman and Mark before they leave, and Gary goes back to the girls. Eventually, he agrees to do it.
1: Yeah, he's he's got a good point. He's going to get expelled. if yeah, he's like, caught he, stealing he, he, an exam. exam. Yeah, but
0: like, fuck pledge. Freaking we all it. did it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, one by one, they all start to leave the cafeteria. We follow Courtney as she uh, uh places her dirty lunch tray on like this conveyor belt elevator, which I've never really seen one of these in a working cafeteria. I'm I'm sure they exist. Obviously, we see yeah, one, but it's... I,
1: I, I've seen things like this, but not an actual conveyor belt. I've seen you... I've seen
0: them like. Horizontal ones that go right, around, but not ones that go vertical it, up and it's down. It's
1: going to it's taking the trays to a, to different a lower level. level. Yeah, that's the weird so, thing. So,
0: which is kind of strange. I haven't seen that either. Like, I've seen one where, you know, my school had, like, you know, you put a tray on and you'd slide it. And it'd go into a different room. Correct. On the same that's, level. That's what I had. As yeah, well. not an elevator that takes it down a whole other. That's it, it, weird. It, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't surprise me, but it was kind of. I kind of liked it. I was like, "Ooh, look at that. That's new." <laughs> I think it, it seemed kind of impractical. Yeah, very impractical. But uh, it
0: was neat. Um, so we. The camera starts following the tray as it comes down out and out the bottom of this conveyor system onto a sliding rail belt. In the basement of the cafeteria. It'd have to be the basement, because yeah. it goes
1: down. Where a guy with a big beard is.
0: Yeah, where the dishwashers work. And his name
1: is John Von Goforth. John Von Goforth. How cool is that name? How do you know that? Because when I got done watching this movie, I was, like, watching the credits. And they, apparently, there's only, like... Twelve people credited in this movie. It's a very small cast, yeah. But they credited him. And his name was John von goforth <laughs> and I just remember that name. I was like, "That's a fucking cool name!" Wow, John von goforth <laughs> So awesome shout out
0: to John von Gofor. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so all the dishwashers and I guess cooks or something they're down here, and I you have to mention that the the opening to this conveyor lift elevator thing. It's pretty small and narrow. Like it's just big enough for a. It's a, guy, a, it's a food tray. It's a, for a fucking food, food tray. tray. Yeah. Um. So we watch as one of the workers takes the bag. I guess John von Goldreich. John Goldberg. von Goforth. <laughs> he takes bags of trash out to dumps around back, where it just so happens that the black van is parked. Courtney enters Fran as she passes the worker on the steps, walks right past the van. And as she walks out of the frame, the driver's side door of the van opens. We don't see who gets out, but we see the door open. And he cuts to the sheriff arriving on campus and addressing a group of students. Finally. Finally. Yeah, like half hour later or whatever. Jesus Christ. Talk about, Yeah, it's pretty uh, lax of response time. Uh, one of them being Rash is in this group. And the sheriff's like, hey, what's going on? Rash tells the sheriff that the shooting turned out to be a simple, harmless prank. Harmless. Fucking seriously? Like, there's nothing simple about this prank we've already... And it's fucking pretty elaborate. Pretty I, far from harmless, yeah. too, because that's from traumatizing shit. Yeah. That's, like, if you didn't know, like, t- seriously, some girl be like, I'm not going back to that school. That school just took a, a tennis hit. I just saw the guy
1: sitting next to him in math class get fucking shot. Yeah. And die. And he's not dead now. What
0: the fuck? You know? Not <laughs> even that... Like, and we'll see him shot, and his body hauled off by assailants to go- for his God knows mass, what reason. assailants. Man, like, I would to go back to that school. Right? I'm like, fuck it, I'm transferring. <laughs> Send me to March College. At least they kill him right out. <laughs> <laughs> so while Raj is talking to the sheriff, up drives Mark and Wildman. They join the rest of the group, listen to what's going on. Raj tells the sheriff that he's got the license plate number of the van that was used in the prank. And when the sheriff goes to his car to radio the plate number, you know, radio in, a very nervous-looking wild man backs away from the group but gets stopped by the sheriff. He's like, you better wait there, boy, or something like that. Dispatch comes back with results of the plate, which turn out to be registered under wild man's father's name. So, uh uh-oh, they're busted. Mark tries to cool off the sheriff. Up comes the coach, who seems to be kind of buddy-buddy with the sheriff. And the sheriff mentions the shooting, and the coach. I shit you not. The coach says, "I thought it was pretty funny, didn't you?" Again, are you fucking serious? We could go on all day about it. This it's, is so real. Yeah, they're, just, they're just. I know. At, at big, point, big whoop. Like I seriously, you kind of mentioned. I'm surprised this movie hasn't been banned by the government yet. <laughs> like it's <laughs> sure on a list. Uh, Sheriff wants to bring in all the kids for their involvement, and for them having to, for him having to come all the way out here for nothing. Uh, Coach brings up some story about how when they were kids, the sheriff set fire to the library uh, and hid the fire hose. And they laughed as the fire department showed up. What the fuck is wrong with these people? (laughs) Like school shootings and felony-level arson are just simple pranks to these people. Boys will be boys. Are you kidding me? You know, a lot of
1: people dog the <laughs> internet and say it's taking the, the the life out of the kids today. Well, if kids were fucking pulling elaborate pranks like school shootings, arson, or the library on fire, and saying that boys will be boys, fucking welcome the internet, bring it in,
0: <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ, and hid the firehouse. So the sheriff does back off now, but says there will be a time when you'll need me, and I won't. I'm not going to come out here to help, or some crap like that. So
1: I must also mention the coach when he comes out to speak to the sheriff. He is carrying a bow and said like a bow and arrow.
0: Yeah. So the Wait, co- is that now? I thought that was later. He's carrying okay.
1: a bow and arrow with him, and you know, well, before the sheriff drives away, he says something to the effect. No, of- no, that's
0: not the sheriff because it, it's the guy who comes up. It's the 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 campus security the guard campus
1: security guard and the coach talk about hey we're going to go hunting sometime don't forget to wake me up when they they're going to go bow hunting and the sheriff says something to the effect that he's driving away you still hunt you still do you still use a bow and arrow i thought that's for backwoodsmen and and drunks and he says well i still like to try and aim so apparently he's a good shot with a bow and arrow that's the communication basically okay. you is supposed to get
0: um yeah, there, you're right. There is some. He basically about calls that. the sheriff
1: a bitch for still hunting with a gun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but like I said, the, uh, we we get introduced to the campus security guard who looks more like a janitor in a he, boat in a boat captain's hat than a security guard. Dude,
1: he looks like a kind like his outfit's been thrown like a combination of other outfits. Yeah. It's like you know? what's left in our
0: closet. Like, oh, right. we got this. All right, fuck here's it, a throw march, it on Here's a
1: marching band suit. Here's a crossing guard's like sash. Here's, there's like a white boat captain's <laughs> hat, man. Here's a boat captain's hat. Here's a <laughs> mime's gloves. It, it's still, we, yeah, he
0: doesn't look like. Yeah, it's, it's just so,
1: a combination a hodgepodge of shit. Uh, so, and he's got a ring of keys as big as my head. Yeah.
0: Uh, the, the security guard does reassure the sheriff or leaves that he's holding up his end and there's not one ounce of crime on this campus. The sheriff leaves and. Um, they, the, the security guard and the coach talk about that camping uh, thing or camping hunting mm-hmm. trip. And coach says, I'm not going through or something like you've been drinking. I don't hunt with no booze. Uh, so we kind of get hints that the uh, security guards a drunk. We cut back to Courtney entering her dorm as a mystery man watches her from a distance sitting at her desk in her room. Courtney thinks she sees this man walking through like the trees below, like this walkway sidewalk below her window, but she gets distracted by Lisa coming in. Lisa tries to convince Courtney that Courtney needs to start using her feminine wiles to get what she wants. And she de- Lisa demonstrates this by getting two random guys to carry her luggage out to her car for her by being just flirty and like, Hey, hi. you know, just whatever. a girl. Hey, um, you know, work with what your mama gave you. Yeah. Cut to rash's room where he's sitting, he's reading. Oh, uh, and for some reason he has a full skeleton hanging from his ceiling which is really fucking odd. With muscles and organs attached. To no, him. no no muscles, but it's like painted right here. Yeah. It's like an anatomy teaching skeleton, but it's just like a full skeleton hanging right in the middle of his room, hanging from the ceiling. Just, he does everything nerd. Anything yeah. nerd related, this guy's
1: in. Yeah. Anatomy, he's got a computer. He's that's got like, multiple
0: computers and like electronics on his desk. Yeah, like
1: he's building a computer. We already know he's a chemistry guy. It's like fucking weird science shit. He like, talks about being brilliant all the time. Yeah. He's not a modest nerd. He is not
0: a modest nerd.
1: I I, I, I kind of like Radish. (laughs) He's an asshole nerd. (laughs) I'm a fucking nerd, and I'm fucking smarter than all of you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I kind of like him.
0: (laughs) In comes Courtney. They talk. It's boring. Nothing happens. She leaves, heads back to her room. There is a quick moment when we see the mystery man watching her from a staircase as she comes down and goes the other way. Back in her room, Courtney goes back to studying as Lisa enters. And Corey mentions that she can't find the book she was just reading. It was just here on my desk. Do you know where it is? And Lisa opens the closet door and the book nearly, it falls down nearly hitting her on the head. And Corey's like, I didn't put that in there. It's really, you know, it's just trying to like. it falls jump scare? Yeah. For, or again, trying to see that, like there's something going on here. But Wait,
1: it was, it was real
0: flat. Real flat. Like if this is supposed to be one, like a prank, you kind of, Blew your load with a school shooting prank, and then have a book fall on somebody's head, like the old water Dude, bucket. You already went with. to fucking ten. Yeah, you can't.
1: <laughs> like, you can't beat that. Or, or a Spinal Tap would say you went to fucking 11. eleven. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You went to eleven with there, a there's school. There's no. Sh-
0: there's nowhere to go after that one. And and if it's supposed to be like the killer messing with people, one, how does he know like. Why would you it's do that? It's dumbest like the dumbest thing. thing. <laughs> like, this is the stupidest waste of time to like, take a book from a desk and put it like on a doorway of a closet so it falls over. Just it opens dust the off
1: the old chestnut, <laughs> write an ominous note, and stick it on their yeah. door like, I know where you live. <laughs> Something dumb like a book hanging on a door in a yeah, closet. It's, it's asshole. It's
0: so it doesn't dumb. make any sense. It's so fucking dumb. Stick with the what got you to the dance. <laughs> so <laughs> Janet enters now telling that she has now been pinned by Gary but she wants to keep it a secret uh, that Gary gave her oh, her please, pledge pin. Please explain the significance of this. Okay. Um, it's very similar to like, I guess in the fifties people were like, Oh, he pinned me. Or like given something like a letterman's jacket in high school. Like, um, you know, you gave them your pledge pin. Like it's simple. Yes, we're together. We are an official item. So it's when a, a girl wears
1: your letters, that's a taboo thing in a fraternity. Is that correct? Yeah.
0: But that's still a standing tradition. Yeah. I, again, I, I'm trying to remember if I even had a pledge pin. I don't think I had a, we didn't have pledge pins. You get but, a pin when you go active and some, become an active but member. But the
1: equivalent of you giving your letters to
0: a girl. It's to basically wear. like a college engage, engagement type thing. But I don't think it's like the letter, because the letters are totally different thing. Like you would not give, they have to do, they can wear letters on a certain of thing, but they have It's a big elaborate thing. Uh The pin is probably just like, probably not as strict and it probably is meant for this. Like, oh, because they, later it comes up, like, you know, it's not uncommon. Like it's like, you know, when couples really are seriously the uh, active or pledge, gives the pin and it kind of marks her as his and whatever, whatever, you know, but uh I mean, it's a thing, but I don't think it's as strict as act, the actual letters. Like she's not wearing the Gamma Delta side letters or crust crest or anything like that. Um, anyway so we go back to rash Wildman bursts into rash's room followed by mark uh and they they try to bully rash a bit about the license plate thing that he and. but i agree nothing comes from it and they leave
1: yeah radish gotta say stood his fucking ground he knows he can't best Wildman in fisticuffs yeah but he didn't cower he yeah. was just like yeah all right you lift me up off the ground i'm still gonna look you in the eye and be like <laughs> Hey, man. Yeah, I called the cops. I didn't know it was you. Yeah. I didn't know. You pulled a great prank.
0: Plus, what else are we going to think? Of? Like, do you expect nobody to and call that, the cops? That's exactly
1: this? what Radish does. He goes, hey, man, it was a great prank, but even the best pranks can be overcome by a simple thing. Like, call, like someone looking at the license plate. He's like, like me. Cause I'm fucking smart. you know? just, Radish is like looking, but, right, it's like, but just, I love Radish here. But
0: you guys say, again, they didn't take into account that somebody was going to call the cops. Take or, uh, the fucking uh, license plate off. Yeah. Not even that. Yeah. Like, even if there wasn't license plate, I'm saying that somebody still would have called the cops, reported a school shooting with right? or without a license plate. Yes. So they, that was going to happen. They just, it's their own fault for not preparing for it. like seeing seen that. Uh, we jumped at Gary who now breaks into the teacher's office at night simply by climbing over the wall. It's like a weird teacher. partition. Yeah, it's really weird. Like I can honestly, I've never seen anything like this. Me neither. Like I've never seen a building built this way. And, and like, because all the hallways, everything else is building. The walls are floor to ceiling, floor to ceiling. Floor. But then there's this section where it's just four to about four foot below the ceiling. And it's like a, more like it's like, almost like a cubicle, but it's an actual walled in office. It's like they're, tw- it's like it's they're 12 really foot weird. ceilings
1: and it's an eight foot partitioned wall.
0: Yeah, it's really weird. And, and he uh, just jumps. He just yeah, he jumps up, right grabs over, it and scurries himself up and over. And yeah. Yeah. I've n- never seen a anything like that. I was really surprised. What the fuck? Um, as Gary, he gets. So anyway, he uh, Gary steals the test and we see the mystery man through the office door window. But he moves out of the way as Gary exits the office. As Gary leaves the building, he gets mobbed by Wildman, Mark, and several other of the Gammas. Uh, while Wildman is restraining Gary. Now, I don't know what he was supposed to be doing in this scene. But I swear, it looks like Wildman is like gently blowing on Gary's neck. Dude, he's and, like and, kissing his ear. And like nuzzling into Gary's cheek.
1: He's just being a weirdo. Yeah,
0: I swear he even rubs his cheek against Gary's cheek or ear. And it's just so fucking weird and odd to watch this because everybody else is like, yeah, being all and then here's this wild man just like giving Gary like the sweet nothings and like give him the nuzzles. Give him the nuzzles. (laughs) It's so weird. Anyway, Mark notices that Gary is not wearing his pledge pin, which Gary gave to Janet. So the guys carry carry Gary off and tie him up to a tree. Uh oh. Now, before I go on here, there's a massive continuity fuck-up here that we have to talk about. Because when Gary goes to steal the test, it's the middle of the night. Because you break into the office at night. But when he gets mobbed by the guy, and when he gets comes out and he's mobbed, he's still nighttime. But when we see the group hauling Gary to the tree, it's the middle of the fucking day. Yep. It's bright and sunny. There was some confusion there. There's students there. in the background. People on the quad. Yeah. Uh, so before they, so they tie Gary up to the tree they also strip off his clothes and once he's tied to strip tr- him down to his whitey tidies. his
1: BVDs.
0: uh once he's tied there they fuck with some more by throwing a bucket of water on him then spraying him with whipped cream blasting him with a fire extinguisher and then top it off they pour a giant orange like Gatorade five gallon five gallon cooler of ice cubes down his whitey tidy pants white well not pants but yeah Ooh, put them balls on ice. Yeah, they did. Ooh, you want to talk about turtling up. Jesus. Yeah. And it's not even just the gammas, but there's like a few girls, like Ram girls that are getting in on this action too. Um, and one of them is uh, Elizabeth, who we've seen earlier. Um, eventually, Elizabeth does run off to find Janet so she can free Gary because she's the only one that's allowed to free Gary. Now, this is something kind of... I, I, in, okay, there's a thing in Greek world, at least with my house, that was like, a, not quite like this, but there's like a ceremony where you, when the guys like, uh, you know, I want to. but you ask me, I want my girlfriend to be able to wear her letters. And okay. if you meet the requirements, like have you been dating long enough? Have you done this? Um, then there's a thing you do, and it is very similar. Um, where and I, like, we totally just destroyed like the guy. Like we we put him like in a kiddie pool, and we just they, we you would basically go find the nastiest, grossest, foulest smelling shit and we would just cover him in this and then he would have to he has to walk through campus to his girl's dorm room or sorority house wherever the girl is and he has to ask her to come out and then there's this like big ceremony and uh you know we read off a bunch of like some stuff and like she has to like accept the Jesus Christ, this is crazy. Uh, yeah, she accepts the the the, the uh, you know, yes, I agree to this, or yes, I accept your letter. Look,
1: your man's covered in shit. Look but how yeah. much we humiliate. He went through all this because exactly. he likes you. It, that's
0: kind of like, look at what he went through because he loves you, and um, that's yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of
1: touching. It's, but Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. it,
0: it's basically so it's kind of the same thing here. But and so I get, they say, oh well, only uh, Janet can not free him because she's the one who has to prove her love back or something like by freeing him. Nobody nobody else is... I kept telling you anybody could, but you're not supposed to. Sure, sure, sure. So, meanwhile, Wildman and Mark plan on breaking into the athletic trainer's room to steal pills (laughs) that they can then sell, and in the meantime, framing Radish as payback for Radish giving the cops a van license plate. Yeah. So, and now it's nighttime again. Sure. So... (laughs) The security janitor finds Gary still tied to the tree, but he doesn't untie Gary saying that he's not the man to mess with tradition. And when you take a woman, you got to pay the price.
1: I kind of liked it.
0: I kind of liked it. He's like, well,
1: you're alive. Everything is all right. He's kind of, the way I looked at it is he's keeping an eye on this situation. Yeah. Like you're not hurt. You're, you're okay. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, this is tradition. Yeah. You
0: got to have the girl come and save you. So but, it'll be that much sweeter, baby. And on top of that, <laughs> on top of not helping him out and, and the Gary's like, dude, help me out. you got to help me out. But the guy's like, no, nope. he pulls out a flask. The security jam pulls out a flask, drinks a toast to Gary. And then, you know, he takes this wick and then he, he, he tells Gary that, you know, he can have his mean his shot of booze on the rocks. And then pours the flask down <laughs> Gary's whitey tidies and just walks away. So. <laughs> There's like an extra dose me. of yeah. fuck you, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Here's to you. Oh, you can't drink your answer? Let me just pour it down your pain. <laughs> Even the drunk security guard's getting it on it. Um, Elizabeth finds Janet talking with Courtney in Courtney's room. Janet asks Courtney why she never pledged a sorority. Courtney says that she doesn't like all the hazing and that the last and that last year, a girl killed herself by jumping off the tower six floors up because the house didn't accept her. Now, there's a shot of Elizabeth walking out the hall calling out for uh, uh, for Janet. And I swear she's picking a wedgie as she walks. Oh, she totally is. You know, yeah. remember that thing? Oh, she, yeah. She's she totally reached around, fucking like
1: fucking digging. It. And I think she's supposed to be the dork girl. I don't she's know. She's got like real bunched up. Oh, yeah. Pants. We're gonna. T- yeah, her, her pants are hiked up to her tits. Oh, her outfit's Jesus.
0: horrendous. I mean, I know it's early eighties, but Jesus Christ! I mean, like I said, you the, can you can spot dork on her a mile away. The, the only thing jeans, she's missing is her braces. The jeans are like not not just hiked up, but they're like they're pleated. I've never yeah. seen pleated jeans before. Like, the, what the? F- Pleated. Jeez. She's shoving like five pieces of gum in her mouth, and, and she's got like this baggy, like button-up blouse. It's not even a blouse; it's like almost more like a men's dress shirt. And he's big old glass. Like it's one of the worst outfits I've ever seen. I did like her picking her wedgie; that was pretty funny. Um, so, uh, Janet goes off by herself to free Gary. Uh, we go back to Gary, who starts hearing the sounds of twigs snapping then suddenly the ropes restraining him go limp and he's able to free himself.
1: He's like, oh, it's you, Janet. Oh, thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Uh, And so once he's free, he looks around forever, set him free, but there's nobody there. He can't see anybody. And then, oh my God, this is fucking...
1: Gary's like, who's there? Who's there? No one's there? No one's there.
0: So he starts walking away from the tree. He gets about maybe 10, 20 feet away from the tree. And then like a ninja predator the killer drops down from a tree branch landing on gary and just repeatedly stabs him killing gary now i don't know if i painted that picture well enough but let me paint I, this picture i was better. about this
1: we need to describe this
0: tree yeah
1: this tree is fucking huge. huge it's a massive tree the trunk is got to be 10 feet wide
0: most likely. Oh, it's a massive tree. It's, it's twelve feet. It's probably like a twelve feet diameter. I it's mean, it's round. It's so, so big. big. Yeah,
1: and the trunk is so massive, going straight up. There's no branch.
0: Yeah, there's for, no climbing branch. There's no climbing branch for about twenty feet up. No, like yeah. At least, well, I'd say at least a de- ten to fifteen. Fine, definitely ten yeah. to fifteen feet up. I agree. Um, so that means that actually that means the killer had to be out on the like way out on a tree branch because like I said, when he jumps down onto Gary, Gary's walked a good 10 to 20 feet away from the tree. So the killer that would have had to cut the ropes holding that were restraining Gary scale the backside of the tree, like a fucking murderous squirrel. <laughs> Then somehow make it out to the end of a tree branch, all without making any sounds, just so he could jump on Gary as he starts to walk away.
1: I love your murderous squirrel. Murderous squirrel. That's good.
0: <laughs> I, I get so elaborate. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. There's so many things that are just
1: way too elaborate in this movie. Because <laughs> I saw him get cut <laughs> loose. I saw him walk away. I'm like, okay, he's Fuxville. Yeah. He's going to get killed. How's he going to get him? And he just fucking, whoop, <laughs> Just drops out. I'm like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't see that coming.
0: <laughs> you got me there. Yeah. But I'm like,
1: how did that happen? Yeah. Okay. No way.
0: This would not fucking happen. So we cut, now we cut to Lisa. She's all dressed up. She's heading to the art studio for her late night sex, sexcapade with the professor. And we go jump right back to Janet who reaches the tree where Gary was tied up. But all she finds is the rope empty cans of whipped cream and Gary's plaid shirt stuck to the tree. A few feet away, she finds Gary's case with shoes on the ground. <laughs> uh she follows a trail of Gary's clothes to some weird domed building, really odd looking building. Yeah. Um she goes up this set of outside metal stairs. It's not quite a fire escape, it's just like these outdoor stairs that lead like up to the top like of this an building, observatory or something. It looks case. like it would like, be an observatory like you'd think like yeah. a giant telescope being there but it's not. It, yeah, it's, it's really it's strange. It's really weird. Uh, So she gets to the second, it's only two stories tall too. Uh, So she takes a few steps out on top of the building and the power goes out. Like poof. But then it comes right back on. Off on. Mm-hmm. But with that, she's like, fuck it. Yeah, she's like, I don't know if I'm you. I'm out of here. She runs down the stairs, but as she runs away, the killer reaches out with one hand Grabs her from behind the corner of the building as she, you know, about to run past it, and Jans just yanked behind the building, and that's the last we ever see of her. How did that yeah. happen?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's just quite crazy. And plus, come on, girl, fuck, you know these guys are the greatest pranksters on campus. They yeah. just pulled off the giant prank with the the guns and everything. They just said your friend, your boyfriend's locked up or taped to the tree or tied yeah. to the tree. He's not there. They're just. You know, path of clothing. Wouldn't you be like, "Fuck
0: you!" <laughs> you know
1: these guys are the, the, the that's a good point. The prankster group. That's you know, you'd be like, a
0: really good point." Especially after today.
1: This, this, or, no. Yeah.
0: Fuck, fuck this. The other I'm thing that makes here. it so again, this, the killer again make the time and space discontinuity discon- uh, is that there's a quick scene when when she bends over to pick up his shoe, we see the building yes. live in the background, and we see the killer on the on second top, story on top of the building. So he's up there now great I guess you could say he comes down the stairs before she gets there, but still we see him She's up. walking towards the building. Yeah he would have
1: to come down the stairs right in, front in front of, of her, her Yeah,
0: and then scurry around and the building. Somehow side gets the power to turn off without being seen. Yeah. It, it's hmm.
1: how did this happen?
0: Hmm. <laughs> um uh, so yeah. So Lisa get yeah, she's she gets yanked out of sight, never seen again. We go back to Lisa, who is now playing the piano in like the music room, even though she's supposed to go to the art studio, but she's playing the piano for some reason. She's killing time. Yeah, killing time. Uh, meanwhile, Wildman is trashing the athletic trainer's office looking for the pills, because he's gone over to do that. Uh, he finds a small amount of pills, scoops them up, and he and goes to leave. As he crosses the basketball court, the scoreboard turns on, and he's like... And the lights go dim, and the scoreboard turns on. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Who's there? Who's there?" No response. Wildman turns on the lights to the gym, and there, standing on the court, is the killer in silhouette. We always see is like the black outline of him. Just, just standing there. Wildman screams and charges just, the killer. He's just standing there.
1: He's not threatening. No, he just sure it, he looks a little intimidating. But Wildman's like, "Not, not on the- my
0: fucking watch!" Yeah, <laughs> <he's> like, <"Argh!" laughs> he, he charges this guy, but the serial killer easily. Easily tosses Wildman to the floor, sending the pills scattering across the hardwood.
1: Uh, and we just get to watch Wildman get the shit. Oh beat my god, out of it's
0: it, it's incredible. It just doesn't stop. You know, while he gets back up. The killer grabs him by the Wildman by the throat with one hand, and again tosses him to the floor. The killer backs Wildman up into the weight room, where he kicks Wildman in the nuts, then pimp slaps Wildman who goes flying into the wall. He's just beating him yeah. across the fucking building. He puts the smack down on Wild Man, slams him up against one of the weight machines, and then wraps one of the cables around Wild Man's neck. The killer then pulls Wild Man forward, away from the machine, causing the cable to tighten as it begins to pull like the weights up, which, of course, starts strangling Wild Man. Like uh, the, the killer releases wild man whose body gets yanked and he like flies back into the exercise machine as the, and the weights come crashing down essentially
1: hanging him, giving him the full Chris Benoit.
0: Oh God. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's what I saw when I thought I was like, Oh, he's hanging him with the cable. The oh, cr- like, Oh God, that's the full Chris Benoit right that's there. All- yeah. You're Ooh. totally, I can't believe I didn't pick up. I forgot about that. <laughs> Jesus. When he said smackdown, I was like, Oh, he thought the same fucking thing. I, I wish did. I would
0: have, but man. <laughs> uh, so as wild man dies, we cut to the scoreboard, which counts down from three seconds to zero. The buzzer goes off, <laughs> and a one pops up on the guest side. Guest one, h- home, home zero. zero. <laughs> what? So this killer has enough time to, like, work the scoreboard, too? <laughs> what this, is happening? <laughs> this is going to be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nobody else to see except it's, it's actually the vain thing. It's like, I'm just doing this for myself now. <laughs> It's fucking insane thinking that this guy would actually take the time to do this. Just pats himself on the back. Like, that was good. So Radish now goes to Courtney's room and offers her a drink of Irish whiskey. Attaboy. And they talk. Another about, reason
1: to like Radish.
0: Yeah, they talk about people and psycho killers in general. Uh, after some more boring dialogue, Rash leaves to go to his inventory. He basically uh, for the coach says, "I like you." To her, and... without, but yeah, he's like, he doesn't say, "I like you," but he he's says like, she's real pretty. Yeah, like you're real pretty, and you do this and blah blah blah. But it's
1: like, yeah, I kind of liked it. It's like clumsy nerd looks like he's finally, you know, yeah. Hey.
0: Uh, so he goes off to do his inventory for Coach and tells Courtney, "Hey, you know what? Just lock your doors at night." Um, Mark drives up to the gym now. Uh, to the gym building. He goes inside to look for wild man. Wild man's late with the pills. Yeah. In the locker room, he finds all the pills on the floor and starts to pick them up. Uh, which is weird because he drops the f- pills on the hardwood basketball court, not in the locker room. There's
1: more pills strewn about.
0: Yeah. Uh, he hears a noise. He opens up the locker closest to him inside. He finds wild man's dead body stuffed in the locker upside down. But yes. The weird, it's fucking upside <laughs> down. <laughs> Like I, I don't know. Again, I don't know about you guys that listening, but if I'm gonna stuff a dead body in a locker, I'm pretty sure it'd be easier just to sh- shove him straight in, not try to turn him fucking upside down. I mean, he's doing a he- he's standing on his head at this point. We've, we've already determined this killer is pretty eccentric. Yeah, since since he's already doing like he's a buzzer, he's got a real flair for the dramatic. He does. <laughs> I mean, it would be hard enough to put a dead body in a locker. He's jumping out of trees. And Wildman is a large man, too. He's, he's doing the buzzer
1: signals for himself. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to do be a little creative. Upside down.
0: Yeah, it's like upside fucking down. So Mark actually doesn't scream in fear here, which I was surprised. He just kind of slowly backs up, throws the pills down, and then backs out of the locker very quietly. Like, oh, fuck. So, which I'm like, Cool. Mm-hmm. because you, you don't... You, I can't really think of any other time in a horror movie where we've seen that kind of reaction. Normally, it's always somebody screaming, like, oh, fuck, and they take off running. Not, right. Mark's actually pretty level-headed. here. like, okay, I'm going to be quiet. I I'm going to sneak out of here. I need to get out of here. Um, so he exits the gym through a back door and then quickly gets back to his car. But as he reaches his car, the automatic headlights... Pop up and turn on a sweet Corvette. It was a Porsche, wasn't it? That was a Porsche. That was a Corvette. It was not a Corvette, it was a Porsche. Whatever. Uh, Mark turns, runs back the way he came. He enters what looks like the industrial boiler furnace room of some maintenance building. Now, it's definitely not like the gym anymore, it's his own weird building. Um, the doors he locks the doors behind him, he finds the keys, locks the door. Just in time to stop the killer from get, getting. Because it. there's banging on the doors. Yeah. The
1: Doors start to shake. The killer. He just locked it just in time. Just it in time. Bang bang bang. Oh.
0: So now he starts creeping around this dirty maintenance area. He comes to two doors. Both have signs on them that read "Danger, Do Not Enter." Now, before I go on to this, you know, I read that a Far Side comic strip. This says "Dan if you do, Dan if you don't." On the door, the <laughs> guy's like, "Which one do I do?" But he just. Goes, so, uh, he he goes to one door. Is about to open it. He stops, goes to the other door, is going to open it, stops, and he goes back to the first door where he opens it up and it just leads to this cluttered, short hallway, yeah. a bunch of gunk and just clutter. Uh, he, Boxes he, he and things Mops like and yeah. just weird shit. He slowly walks down this hallway towards the door marked exit at the other end. The killer now pops up out of a hev- large, heavy-duty cardboard drum.
1: Like he's fucking Oscar the Grouch.
0: Exactly! And just stabs Mark through the chest with a knife. With a big old whale. He's <laughs> doing a slow softball pitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the, an underhanded yeah. stab. Again, how does the killer get in there? That doesn't make any sense. How did he go around the building to the outside to get into that door and into the drum to hide it? Because he was just shaking it. Yeah, the other door. I can't. And he just pops up. This guy put this guy literally puts like Jason and Michael to shame with like his with the shit this guy does. Oh, you think you guys can appear randomly? You can teleport and teleport. I get you got nothing on me. Fuck.
1: Watch King what I can Kong do. King Kong ain't got
0: nothing on me. <laughs> it's fuck. Jason Voorhees this ain't got, got nothing on me. me. <laughs> it's Jesus. fucking ludicrous. Oh, so we, we cut to Rash. As he now enters the gym, and he goes into the locker room, he starts to pick up the mess that Wildman made, and he's placing these two football helmets back onto a shelf, uh, where they belong. And the locker next to him swings open, and out falls Mark's dead body. Rash struggles with the body, but manages to get it back into the locker. He then rushes off to call the uh, for a phone to call the police. And now here's another big continuity error, that. Uh, in the last sequence like, of scenes where, like Mark's death scene with him in the gym him running around Mark all the way up to his death he's wearing a like tan beige jacket it's true and then but when his body falls out of the locker the jacket's gone it's gone so
1: yeah. <laughs> like what happened unless, to the jacket unless the
0: killer's like fuck this jacket or like oh you know what that's a nice jacket I'm taking that jacket yeah I'm gonna take this jacket my kid could use that jacket <laughs> yeah like you know what, fuck you, I'm taking your jacket <laughs> I'm not just going to kill you, I'm taking your shit <laughs> It's like, what? So, uh, Rash reports the murder to the sheriff Who now, of course, thinks it's another Sheriff's joke prank like, yeah, you're pranking
1: me You're full of shit, I'm yeah. not going to fall for it Exactly Fuck you, kid
0: uh, Not getting anywhere to the sheriff, Rash decides to take Dude, charge himself nuts drop Yeah, they did they dro- uh, He's he like, I'm
1: going to take care of it myself Hangs up the phone. And he runs out. Of the and gym. runs like a
0: fucking jam. bat out of hell, man. Yeah, he does. He sprints ass. We jump back to Lisa, who's still playing the piano. She finally stops. She hears a noise, which caused her to leave the room and look for Charlie, a.k.a. the professor. We go back to Raj, who's running through the campus. Still hauling ass. Yeah, hauling ass. He enters a dorm, runs up the stairs to Courtney's room, and starts banging on her door. Jesus Christ, I forget about this. The- <laughs> He's banging on Courtney's dorm room door. He's like, you gotta we're gonna, we gotta get out of here. We gotta stay safe. And then the killer's hand comes punching <laughs> through the wooden door.
1: <laughs> Just
0: punches through the door. <laughs> Grabs Radish by the shirt and pulls him face first into the door. Radish screams as his head gets pulled into like the now where the hole the hole is kind of like it's shining. Here's Johnny. Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah. reverse. Here's Johnny. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Here's Radish. <laughs> 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 Pulls his face into the door. Yeah.
0: Uh, hard cut to Courtney outside getting a Pepsi from a vending machine. So you see, she wasn't in the room. Yeah, yeah. We uh uh, uh we go back to Lisa who's now lighting candles in the art studio to help set the mood. And she sits on the silk covered couch and like silk sheets, and she begins to undress. She wraps herself in a silk sheet and she lies down to wait for the professor. We go back to Courtney, who gets back to her dorm and finds Rash's dead body stuck in the hole in the door. Like, yeah. He's just hanging there in
1: front of his head. Kind of crammed, kind of bloody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she thinks it's Rash just fucking with her because, like, again, another prank. But uh, she
1: realizes Radish is dead. But she
0: seems. But she also seems way too calm about it this time. Uh, I'm just saying, even if he was just fucking with her, I'd still be majorly pissed off about this. One, because the fact that you put a giant hole in my door for a prank. for one. Which means I'm probably going to have to pay for that or get (laughs) controlled by the school for damaging property. (laughs) Um, But she does finally wise up. She realizes he's dead. And... Once she does, she starts banging on every door in the dorm. But, of course, there's no one left on campus now, which is what I call major bullshit on because at the beginning of the movie, which was like, what, earlier this day? Yes. There were kids everywhere. They were It was a full. And people don't just up and, like, yeah, if your finals are over, you get, you leave when you're I mean, done. They, but-
1: they mentioned people. are There's not a lot of people left on campus. But there's clearly, you can see a lot of people yeah, on campus. So they actually physically, they actually said... There's a lot less people on campus, but you can see you so many see. people. I mean, there
0: was a classroom full of people taking the chemistry final. You saw people packing up and leaving. There were two guys that helped Lisa load up her shit. Cafeteria was Cafeteria full. Cafeteria was full. Like, but all of a sudden now, they're all gone. Yeah. It's like Thanos just snapped his fucking <laughs> fingers,
1: and everybody vanished. You know, I'm glad I saw that movie last week. Thank God, because I just, as I was
0: in the middle of that, and I was like, oh shit, Aaron might not have seen this movie yet, <laughs> but I can't stop now. <laughs> So I'm glad you find something. (laughs) Me too. So we jump back to Lisa, who props herself up on one arm when she hears someone enter the art studio. But she's facing the wall, exposing her bare back. She's trying to look sexy. She talks to the mystery person, thinking it's the professor, and she's like saying, "Like, is this the masterpiece you you uh, envision?" And blah blah blah. It's time to get sexy. Uh, Meanwhile, Courtney has run out of her dorm, finds the security janitor's truck. She's banging on the window, but the security janitor has passed out drunk in the driver's seat. Is he drunk or is he dead? We don't really I know. I say, yeah, I say he's drunk. Because I don't think he's dead. I think he's just passed out drunk. Because but it's like, he must be out fucking cold. Yeah, he's out cold. He's blacked out cold. We go back to Lisa. The killer has now reached out and placed a hand on her shoulder and then runs that hand like up her face, and Lisa's caressing the killer's hand, still thinking it's the professor. But she notices he doesn't have as hairy knuckles as the professor <laughs> yeah. does. Uh, the killer tightens his grip on Lisa's chin, like, her jaw. She finally... Gives, she, gives her the fish face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, she finally <laughs> turns her head just enough to see that the, the, it's the killer standing over with a large knife raised. Uh, he kills her by stabbing her repeatedly, sending blood splattering on all, like, the paintings around the room. Courtney's now running through a building, shouting out for Lisa. She goes up to the second floor, and while she's yelling out, we see that the ki- the killer coming down another a second set of stairs behind her. Courtney ends up opening the door to the music room, and there in front of her stands the killer. She slams the door shut, takes off running. She flees the building, sneaks into the cafeteria by going through a window, She and she's like, pull open. But the killer isn't fooled by this. He just smashes yeah. through a window. He doesn't give a fuck. He like, breaks that shit just out. Just smashes yeah. it
1: down and goes through.
0: Yeah, and Cordy runs into hide in the kitchen. Um, We're in the kitchen. She starts, like, you know, she finds, like, she's going through all looking for weapons. She, she does, she does finds a great knife.
1: job of being quiet, going into the kitchen, quietly closing the door, crawling on yeah. her hands and knees, like, trying to make sure she's not seen. Yeah. And then she's, like,
0: clank, <laughs> clank, 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 clank. You know, yeah. just
1: picking shit up. You yeah.
0: Know? <laughs> uh, she finds a large knife on her own. Uh, she tries to call for help but the phone doesn't make any calls off campus. It's like this you know, yeah. It's a it's intro phone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, not an interphone, an interphone.
0: No, so now behind her we see the killer. Okay. <laughs> I forgot this this what we were here. Oh, this is, Th- this is the spot. This is the spot. This is the spot. so we've talked yeah, about we...
1: <laughs> continuity errors and he how we can just get from place to place.
0: This one may be the fucking creme de la creme. Yeah. So keep in mind, okay. The kitchen is like we said, it has to be downstairs or at least the, di- the sinks and the dishwashing have to be downstairs. So she's, she makes her way downstairs into that the basement of the building. But we see the killer now descend down the little food tray conveyor belt elevator that thing, we mentioned earlier, which is so tiny and narrow. Uh, I, I don't even know how he would even fit into this thing, let alone how it would even support his weight since these things are made for a lunch tray. I, I, like, and this guy is easy, like 220, 250. He's a big he's guy. He's a
1: big guy, broad he's shoulders. A big, broad, yeah.
0: ca- ca- he's not like ripped muscular, but he's like 80 brawny, strong. He's just like yeah. brawny thick. Yeah, uh, he,
1: He's on your brawny paper towels.
0: Like, yeah, yeah just without the mustache. He's just a big... <laughs> And put, and he's just like just lower down on this thing. It's like, uh, no, what? no, no! I could no way. Is he does he fit in there standing up completely? By the way, uh, which no. would even fit because no the, way. each the sides, the walls of that elevator had like two little metal shelves on each side where you put the tray to hold the tray up. He compresses his body like which means fucking like, rat. Every like <laughs> foot or every foot or so, there would be uh, two more shelves for another tray. So there's no way he would even fit it. Even if he could get his feet on two to stand himself up. It's ridiculous. Nothing about this makes sense. It's like Michael Myers
1: in the fucking dumbwaiter.
0: Or I remember what he said, uh, not even, he wasn't in the dumbwaiter. Uh, see, no, oh, Kane. See, Kane. Kane, Kane was, was in the fucking dumbwaiter. Well, there's
1: also that scene in, in H2O, H2O. But o. Michael
0: wasn't in it. That's the, he, right. The girl was That's right, right.
1: And, and then still, that was stupid then, too.
0: But at least that made sense because it was a smaller, skinnier girl and an yeah. actual smart, yeah. It was more like Kane in the That's fucking dumbwaiter. Right. That's yes, yes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's bonkers. It, it's ludicrous. It's so asinine here. Uh, so the killer pops up behind her. She runs off again. This time she sets a trap for him. She fakes going into like the walk-in cooler. And then when the killer goes to open the cooler door to the walk-in, she pops out of the closet behind him, hits him over the head with a frying pan. The killer falls into the, uh, the walk-in cooler. She locks the door on him, starts to walk away. But it turns out <laughs> that the walk it has two doors. And the curate just walks out the yeah, other it's door. Not the other one. right as she passes by, he just opens the door and comes right out. <laughs>
1: God damn it. Yeah. It's like, what? It has such a good laid plan. Good good trick. <laughs> you got him. She's crying. Oh, I got
0: you, you motherfucker. <laughs> Takes two steps. He's like, nah, bitch. <laughs> ah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Again, she runs off. Running through campus. She ends up going into the building that has the tower on it. We mm. we first met her at the beginning of the movie. Uh, this is also the building where the girl killed herself. Uh, the killer follows her into the building. Cordy runs up the stairs that lead to the top of the tower. And you notice she's
1: running her ass off. And he's doing this, that fucking he's, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees walk. Yeah. walk. The yeah. killer
0: walk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, Where was it? Oh, outside the coach pulls up in his truck. Uh, coach honks the horn, calls out for Mitch. he finds the security janitor saying he's ready to go on that hunting trip. Uh, hearing this, Courtney shouts out a window down to Coach, he's like "Help! Help! There's a killer here!" Coach grabs his bow and arrow from the back of his truck, rushes inside. Coach is like,
1: "I got you, honey."
0: Yeah. <laughs> the killer is stalking Courtney up the stairs, and he's about to kill her when the coach runs in, shouting for, like, "Freeze! Don't you know? Don't make a move towards her, or I'll shoot you!" And um, And he's going to mount the killer's head on his wall. That's what he says. Um, The killer don't give a fuck. He raises his knife like he's going to stab her. Coach fires his arrow. Or I should say looses his arrow. Looses the arrow. And (laughs) now the killer suddenly becomes the Flash. And snatches the arrow in
1: mid-flight. fucking Christ. And
0: holy shit. The way they do this is so fucking funny. It's just so... Done so poorly. It's like... they. They speed up the film for a second. Yeah. Making the killer's movement look really odd and weird. It's like, it's so unnatural he just looking. He
1: catches, snatches the arrow yeah. out of the air. Yeah. Here it comes right at him, and he catches it with one hand. One hand. While still looking like a bad then. motherfucker.
0: Yeah. So, having failed at shooting the killer, Coach charges up the stairs. The killer turns and comes down the he stairs. He went
1: there with one arrow? One arrow. He doesn't have any Who other Who hunts one- with one arrow? Who, yeah.
0: Come on, man. You got one, one fucking arrow. One fucking arrow. You must be a fucking like bullseye, you know, Hawkeye. green arrow, hawk eye. Yeah. yeah. One
1: arrow. Fucking Legolas motherfucker over here with a beer gut and a penchant <laughs> for tackling students.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when they meet up on the stairs, and the curate is easily kills Coach by stabbing him through the chest with his own arrow. I
1: think I'm running. I'm like, okay, we're going to have a li- maybe a little fisticuffs. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Coach gets fucking (laughs) impaled with his own arrow and has this dramatic scene where he smears. This is, I think they made a mistake. I think this is what was supposed to happen. Because please, if you saw this, please let me know. Because this is what I saw. Right. He gets stabbed with the arrow. Coach slams against the wall and skids down the whole wall. I believe as he's skidding, there's supposed to be a red smear because at the very end, before he falls in the ground, there's a little bit of blood that smears on the wall and he finally collapses.
0: I bet you anything. It was Maybe. like, we Is fucked it, that up. I'm not sure if it's that or if it's a, uh, cause I think he, I think he got the blood was on his hand and he hits the wall as it goes down. And it, it, I don't, regardless, it, it could be right. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I re- will agree with you on that. Could, a missed opportunity. So, the killer turns, heads back to, up the stairs to Courtney. Uh, she picks up a two-by-four to protect herself with, uh, which makes me ask what the fuck happened to the knife she had. She picked up a knife, yeah. gone. Well, to be perfectly honest, I'd rather have the two-by-four. I could see that, but still, it's like, what? You show, they deliberately show yeah, her picking up a had, knife, yeah. and she never uses it. It just disappears. Well,
1: she also brained him in a frying pan, and then she... After yeah. she picked up the knife, yeah, too. So yeah. She might have just said, fuck this knife. Uh
0: I'm <laughs> more so, of a blunt object yeah. kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> the Killer is about to get her. The killer's foot breaks through like the old wooden rotten floor of the, the landing they're on which gives Courtney an opening to become hacksaw Jim Duggan <laughs> and begins wailing on him with the two by four and she does not waste this opportunity no she does not she just
1: brains the shit out of him over and over and you know how I always say
0: this shit in horror
1: movies yeah they got him on the ropes and they always run this is the time they, where you should, they you should hit him be happy run. with this they one they hit him once or twice and they run nope she says fuck that shit bam, Well, bam. just it. keeps going and going well, one and fact, she going she didn't really have
0: anywhere else to run and she was cornered but, but yeah. I loved it I loved it Loved it. Uh, the killer drops his knife, which falls six floors to the lobby below because it's just this giant open It's air. just a straight drop. Yeah, straight drop. Uh, and the, it's a circus circus along the outside of the... like the Almost like Lighthouse-esque. Yeah, very... Yeah. Uh, somehow the killer ends up getting his foot free, but he falls over the railing, because which... Because she just keeps it, braining him. It's so cl- clumsy looking, it, though. It, he's like lowering like it himself. Looks, yeah, it looks so forced. Like, it doesn't yeah. look near... Like, oh, I fall. It's like, yeah. y- you can tell he's like... Like, oh, I have to climb over this now because I'm he's, supposed to do he's, this. She's
1: whapping him with the board. Yeah, he's slowly it, it's so lowering unnatural. himself.
0: Uh, the killer ends up dangling from a support beam six floors up with Courtney beating on him. Eventually, the killer loses his grip. He plummets the lobby floor. floor. And I would say the fall here actually looks pretty good. I We've agree. seen way worse, like, dummy falls, but this one looks pretty solid. Yeah. Um, Courtney goes back down the stairs. Stepping over the coach's yeah, she dead looks, body. She looks down. She sees the killer at the bottom of the sixth
1: floor yeah. drop. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. So she goes downstairs, steps over coach's body. She reaches the lobby where the killer lies dead in a pool of blood. But as she walks by him, he snaps back to life, grabs her ankle. But luckily for her, the knife that she is right there. So she picks up the killer's knife. St- and stabs the ever loving shit out of this guy. And like I love, she just doesn't miss a beat. No. If you got him on the
1: ropes, you keep going. She starts stabbing, yeah, and stabbing and stabbing. And it's probably one of the more gruesome kill scenes, even though you don't you see, it see going it. it's into just him brutal. But it's still pretty brutal. But I, but Her what hands get bloodier yeah, and bloodier. Yeah, but let's talk
0: about that. That's all. You, you, my biggest point is that. As brutal as it is, and as many times as she's stabbing this guy, there should be blood flying all over, spraying her face, getting her clothes. But all she... is just blood on her hands. And that pit... That's so... It does such a disjustice a to, missed to opportunity yeah another it's so miss,
1: bad another missed opportunity and I look like I even thought about this even if she's like stabbing the shit out of him she ha- she's looking down her hair's in her face I would have loved for her to put her hands on her like to pull her hair back and just have the blood smear on her face as she pulls
0: her hair back and she just looks fucking crazy that would have been awesome that actually would have been yeah that would have been pretty cool I, w- I would have liked that um, so we're anyway, making a movie baby <laughs> once she's done stabbing him she walks up, she drops a knife, walks out of the building, takes a seat on the front steps and freeze frame. Cue the fucking
1: elevator music. Roll credits, Dude, the yeah. music is horrible. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck kind of music is that?
0: Yeah, it's really bad. It's really <laughs> fucking bad.
1: What is going on?
0: <laughs> so uh, that's, that's it. That's final exam, Steve, guys. Before we move
1: on, I do got to say the music throughout this movie, though. Did kind of borrow from I felt John Carpenter I yeah, felt they I, had they, they borrowed from Halloween Yeah And other John that. Carpenter-esque Types of uh, themes They borrowed You know They had a lot of the You know like The classic Halloween It's like Bump 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 bum, Bump, bump, bump. Yeah, but ding, ding ding in the background, you know, like when Michael. No, I, Obama, I definitely agree. A that there's lot a, very, that. Very, very, there's synth- a lot of that. There's a lot similar. A lot of synthesizer use, very heavily influenced from. John and even
0: Garcon. very a lot of same kind of horror. I guess you call them cliche. I don't want to say cliches, mm-hmm. but film techniques like, like in the original Halloween. Um. They they, they shoot the a lot of stuff with Michael. They like, they'll show you like his foot or right. his hand, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of that with this guy too. Only the exceptions. I didn't mention this in this. I should have mentioned it at the beginning. This. You see this guy's face from the very beginning a lot. Like once he yeah. he gets the status killer, you see his face all the time. There's no mask; they don't right. hide in in shadows. Like you plainly see this guy's face. He's just all a the time. Big dude with an army green jacket and, and a mop top. And you never get a reason why he's killing people. He's just they're killing people. And then in the credits says the killer. Yeah, just the killer. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason, which I'm not sure if I like or not. Um. Especially since I'm thinking the first time I saw this and I, once I, hear, I heard about the uh, suicide, I'm like, oh, it's, it, it, it's the girl's father who wants to take revenge on, on Greek and story people because... His girl, his star, commits suicide. I mean, that's there. You go. There's your setup. That's nice. I like it. Yeah. But, I didn't think about that. Like, so why even mention the girl committing suicide, which has no bearing on the movie then whatsoever?
1: Only that it's tall enough to, for you to die
0: from. Yeah. I guess. I, I guess so. That's, that's and, the and only thing. You can
1: see that obviously. It's sixth floor. Yeah. yeah. You're
0: gonna fucking. Die. You can die if you fall from that. Yeah. Like, so it's really weird. It's a. It's it's follows a lot of horror tropes, but then again, at the same time, it doesn't because it that, definitely broke with this one. It's just like. Killer, yeah, that's it, and yeah, no face, plainly visible.
1: It's it's odd. You get more backstory on the coach's relationship with Wild Man and the fucking security janitor, yeah, and then the (laughs) janitor and even the
0: other sheriff, sheriff, yeah, than you do on the actual killer, killer. Which maybe in that way, maybe that's supposed to be they thought that was scary. They can always say, you know, you fear the unknown, what's scarier. It's, it makes it scarier not knowing why he's killing people. He's just a crazy guy. Killing people is scarier than him having a motive, I guess. Maybe that's what they're thinking, um, hmm. which I, I could kind of see that. I mean, if that's what they're going for, it makes sense. But at the same time, it doesn't necessarily come across, I don't think, unless you really, I think, take the time to look into it. It's pretty deep. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's Final Exam. Let's move on to favorite kills.
1: There can be only one favorite kill.
0: All right, Aaron, favorite kills. What do you got this week?
1: Well, <clears throat> while the kills were, there, there were there were a good handful of, you know, kills. Uh, there wasn't any that were, like, particularly gruesome. No, but very I'm, tame. I'm going to have to go with Wild Man and the Chris Benoit hanging <laughs> because that's the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, we got Chris Benoit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It's not particularly gruesome. but That's Ooh. the first thing I thought of. I was just like, oh, my God. Um Ooh. I yeah. did, I did like the killer getting killed at the end, but I'm going to have to go with the wild man. Uh,
0: I, I agree with you. A wild man is my, not because sort of, I wish I would have made that. I can't believe I didn't make that section <laughs> with Crispin and Wa, and I should have. Uh, but I just like the lead up to it. Like the fact that the fight, like he just gets his ass just kicked he all over that gym. Did he even land a punch? No. No. <laughs> what the no. Fuck? He, he makes the wild man look like a complete bitch and then he <laughs> kills him. <laughs> Uh yeah so yeah wild man I we both agree this week uh wild man is our, our favorite favorite kill for this movie all right let's move on to eyes and ends.
1: Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys?
0: All right, ratings. Uh, we get uh, IMDb gives it a four point eight out of ten. Uh, that's a not bad, basically a five. Not not the worst we've seen. Ron tomatoes, is 14% on the thermometer Ooh. with an 18% audience score. Ooh, critics and uh, viewers alike. At least on that one, yeah. yeah. And then Amazon gives it just about a 4 out of 5, actually. 3.8. Pretty good. Um, plucky words. There were 124. Um, I only wrote down, uh, I think, 2, 4, 6 of them, I guess. Um, one was Southern Sheriff, which is a weird Hockey word okay uh boy strangling <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> i want to see some boys get strangled <laughs> homosexual which makes me like what
1: i think that's a it that's a that's it there may have been a
0: little bit of homoeroticism.
1: but i would say there's no
0: gay homosexual. there's no gay characters in this is no they don't even like talk about gay no. people in this movie like, i don't understand why that's a plot I keyword i don't
1: even think they said the word fag
0: they did not for which n- is <laughs> such an 80s thing it, to it do. it wasn't a very 80s movie yeah uh, thing to do uh, so i just blow my mind that that was even a plot keyword that's um yeah. now we get the reverse of the panties we don't get the pants we get we, we get the, the whitey get underwear okay and, and briefs okay <laughs>
1: I think someone who was watching this may have been just in for the guys, They're like homosexual
0: briefs, yeah, underwear. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. During, uh, we move on to uh, trivia. Uh, I actually got some, some, uh, actually a lot of stuff on this. One, nice, okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of tidbits on this one. Uh, during an interview with uh, Hysteria, HysteriaLives.com, actor Timothy Rayner, who plays the killer said he got thrilled because director Jimmy Houston was impressed with his martial arts skills and his ability to handle a weapon. Where Rainer said that the knife he wielded in the movie wasn't a prop, but an actual butcher's knife. Uh, okay. Um, the film was shot more or less in sequence. The actors would leave the movie as their characters got killed off. Interesting. On the DVD commentary, act star Joel S. Rice, who plays Raj, so that director-writer Jimmy Houston wanted to avoid slasher movie cliches when he wrote the film by focusing more on the young characters and less on gore and violence. Uh, and the killer. <laughs> yeah. For her for her audition, uh, Cecile Baghdadi, who plays Courtney, was required to give a realistic scream of terror. Her screams were so convincing that not only did she land the role of Courtney, but her screams were dubbed in for other actresses. Um, which... I know you have to scream in a horror movie, but it should not be the only criteria for casting your main actress right. because she was stiff. Yeah, it, it was she was a little weak. Bad, and I think this was the only thing she ever did. Just she was a one and done with this one too. They seem to be like kind of proud of introducing. Yeah, yeah. It's this, not like just they thought. I, I'm guessing they were thinking she was going to become the next Jamie Lee Curtis, but she did not.
1: She, she's got the potential to be something. We yeah. we got her first. She is no Jamie uh, Lee. one
0: and done. Yeah, uh, much of the film's crew were friends and students of director Jimmy Houston. Uh, At the time of filming Final Exam, Sherry Willis-Birch was a secretary for MPM Motion Picture Marketing, the company that made the film, as well as a student UCLA and an actress. So when the company found out she was an actress, they pretty much gave her the role of Janet to her without even having to audition. Sweet. Uh, Joel Rice beat out five other actors for the role of Radish. The scene where Gary is hazed was quite authentic as Terry... F. Ferren actually did have real ice poured down his underwear during the filming of that scene.
1: Well, what are you gonna do? Fake ice? Yeah, Come like, on, yeah. you can do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, most of the bit parts were extras in the film, uh, and extras in the film were crew members as well. Uh, Writer director Jimmy Houston came up with the name Radish by doing a variation of the word ne- uh, Nebish or Nebish. Okay. Um, you know what he kind of reminded me of? Uh, I wish I could remember the guy's name. And this is a really old reference. I don't know maybe, but remember Welcome Back Cotter? There's that kind of nerdy guy with the like, fro-y hair. I wish I could remember his name. But he, I didn't watch that show very I, oh, much. Oh, man. He reminded me of that guy. Uh, anyway, anyway, it's a little before our time, honestly. Uh, the scene <laughs> where Radish frantically calls on the payphone at the gym proved problematic because the original phone fell off the wall and broke on the first take. <laughs> so the crew had to go, all, go out at 4 a.m. to grab another payphone from a gas station for the scene. So they basically stole a phone. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, On the set, during the shooting of every murder sequence, the cast and crew would sing Another One Bites the Dust for Laughs. Theater graduates from Appalachian State University and University of North Carolina, Charlotte were used as uncredited cast members for this film. So I guess X was in the background. Uh, Shot in six weeks. Nice. The scenes in the dorms were shot in an abandoned dormitory on campus, which was refurbished to fit the needs of the set requirements. Uh, among the crew showing up on scene, our dialogue coach, Sam Kilman, as the sheriff. Uh, Dolly Grip Gene Poole was the cafeteria worker. Uh, or uh, The guy with the awesome name, I guess. Yeah. And producer Lon Kerr is uncredited as the curly-haired student in the red sweater scene approximately 26 minutes into the movie, who I think is, uh, I'm trying to remember which one he was, but I know, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the stabbing sounds were those of a watermelon being stabbed. In addition, when Courtney is stabbing the killer at the end, she is actually stabbing a pillow. Uh, a few more here. While wearing, st- while still wearing his death scene makeup, Joel Rice went out to eat lunch at a restaurant nearby where many customers were upset as his appearance. <laughs> uh, in an interview, actor stuntman Timothy Rayner said the killer uh, said there were, was a nearly disastrous mishap with actor Ralph Brown Wildman in the movie when Wild Man is strangled by the wires of a Weight Bench, Rayner said during the shooting one of the wires was wrapped tightly enough around Brown's throat to put a chokehold on him. Raynor quickly saved Brown, who was choked into unconsciousness by Jesus the weight machine. Christ. So he almost literally did pull a Benoit. He almost did get the full Benoit. Uh the the shot where the killer storms out of the freezer locker to get Courtney had to be retaken because Rayner would burst from the freezer door so sudden it would startle the crew into screaming, supposedly. Ugh. That's Kind of lame, because you would know what's coming. Um, A shot where Courtney stabs the killer during the chase through the cafeteria uh, was left out of the scene. So there's, there's what happened to the knife. She stabbed... Uh, but it was left out of the scene because it didn't edit together well. In one shot, ever you can still glimpse the hand of a fake knife sticking out from the killer's chest. Huh. So there's what happened to knife. That's yeah. Because you're question. like,
1: you're like, where's the knife? Where's the knife? And yeah. I'm like, I don't remember losing either, but it's gone. Uh,
0: yeah. And the last one during the shootout prank scene, the brown getaway van clearly shows no numbered license plate on the car. Huh. Um, so yeah, yeah, there's no license Whoops. plate on it when it gets the license plate. All right. So that's all the trivia I got. So It was actually it was a pretty decent amount. I was yeah, actually, I agree probably happy with that, because sometimes you just don't get anything. With the trivia, is there a budget? There is a budget game! Yes! They spent how much?
1: The budget game.
0: All right, we do get to play the budget game for this week. Uh, Aaron, Ooh. take your guess at the budget for the 1981 yes.
1: <laughs> uh, final exam. So it's 1981. We've already established that a lot of these people were friends uh, or students, and they were kind of friendly... Uh, They kind of got some... A lot of these are one and done. Actors and actresses. No big names. Ooh. Shot on a campus. So that's going to save you some money, too. The film quality wasn't bad. Pretty decent for 81. And the sound wasn't horrible, either. I'm going to go... 40... Fuck. Yeah.
0: $40,000. Why not? $40,000 is your guess. Well... You came in way under budget. Budget for this movie was three hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars. Wow! Uh, but I'll give you a chance to chance to win here because you get to play guess the gross. And the gross is as of December of nineteen eighty-one. And remember, this was released in June. So, how much money did this make?
1: Not much because uh, it was not. It wasn't a big hit. I'm guessing this is a national release did it make money or did it not make money I'm going to say it made money I'm going to say it made $620,000
0: way off again gross as of December 1981 it made $3 million nice so it was a success at the time wow. for 1981 okay uh, yeah I blew my mind too yeah was, man uh, especially since it's kind of like a lost you know, it's not that really talked about one anymore. Uh so there you go. Let's with that, let's move on to five star reviews.
1: These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts.
0: Five star reviews. All right. First one up, uh we have Scott Zagorski who writes uh hold on, let me make sure I have noticed here correctly. Okay. Zagorsky. Uh, Zagorski. Uh, one of the most criminally underrated horror gems of the eighties, a film that puts characterization ahead of cheap scares. One that really makes the audience think about the fact that people kill every day for no reason at all. Ralph Brown turns into the performance of a lifetime playing wild man. Watch this movie. Five stars from D Borgi. Uh, I just got the Blu-ray because I love the cover. (laughs) I was amazed because I'd never heard of this. And I got to say final exam is a very underrated slasher. It seems really real because you see the killer's face throughout. He doesn't hide behind a mask or nothing. That part really disturbed me. Five stars. Wow. (laughs) And last one from Johnny G Horn. (laughs) The reason I like this. Okay, hold on. The reason I like this movie so good is that it was filmed mostly in Gaffney, South Carolina, at Limestone College, my hometown. <laughs> the movie itself doesn't tell you why this guy is killing the people, so it doesn't have a good plot. But five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's all the worthwhile ones reading. Um, so let's wrap up final exam, man. What? Are we...
1: Where are we going with this weekend? Final exam. Then they kind of hit on it here. They don't tell you the killer's motives. They don't tell you anything about the killer. They show you the killer's face. They break a lot of the traditional. And this is right around the time when slasher movies just started kind of coming out. Yeah, so you can't really, you
0: say, know, we really say they broke tradition
1: because there they, wasn't wasn't a tradition but, yet. But traditions were being formed. They went a different direction. They went a different direction, yeah. They I, went a different direction. And you know what? It just didn't pay off. Because we like the story. We like to know what, what's the motive behind this madman going from campus to campus, seemingly. He's already killed at one campus. He's going to another campus. He's killing people. He's not worrying about... What, what's, what's the motive? Well, they're not going to tell you the motive. They're just going to say he's a killer. We're going to focus on the characters. And the characters... Even though they focus on the characters, the characters are still not good greatly developed yeah. they were still pretty one-dimensional i'll agree with you wild man the frat boy the nerd the slutty girl and the the virgin s type of girl yeah those are the five like main ones and they had a couple of ones here and there but they said they're trying to get into the characters
0: they didn't really quite get into the characters
1: and dude there's a long time between the first kill and the the, the second
0: kill yeah this is one of those movies where you have the opening kill in the beginning and then you go like 45 minutes an hour maybe before you get 55
1: else. minutes I st- I paused it yeah. there was the first kill which I imagine was probably about 5 minutes in the movie Yeah, and I pause it it's about 40 45 minutes before there's another kill yeah, it's the a like last 20 minutes once movies. they get that other kill it's like bam 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 but there's so much downtime in between now of course you had the action scene with the the shootout the, shootout, the, shootout. the prank and that was you know enough to kind of wet your whistle well, again, but that's
0: what halloween did they were it was
1: very you know yeah.
0: very slow built but they but they did. Halloween did it right. So many people tried to do it, but they did it right. Others, and also didn't Halloween was
1: one of like one of the first of its kind. Yeah. If not, if it's not the first, yes, you can probably point to other movies. But it was like the first big wow, holy shit, we're, we're on to something here, and they went a different direction. I personally didn't really care for it. Plus, the killer was moving from place to place like a fucking Nightcrawler. Yeah. Boom, 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 (laughs) boom, 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 bam. I can excuse that once in a while, but I just couldn't stretch it. I appreciate the effort, but at the end of the day, I didn't like the slow build between, I'm going to have to say, So Bad it's Scary. Not bad. Not a bad, like, attempt, but it just
0: wasn't... I'm not going to watch it again. So Bad it's Scary. That's right. A lot of things you say I agree with. One, if you're going to focus on characterization and character building you better have the writing chops to pull it off and actually make characters worth caring about and do something agreed these kickers really did yeah they were, like they had their personalities sort of uh, but they never went through any kind of character arc they never I, I didn't. this I didn't care about them so if you're gonna focus on characters you better have the writing chops to pull it off otherwise like this it falls flat and it just becomes boring um I, like I said, we having the killer show his face like and, and not know the motive is an interesting... I'm not gonna say I hated it. It's different, and I'm not sure again if they're trying to go for the whole. It's scarier not knowing why he's killing. people. just like some crazy psychopath going around killing people. So I'm really mixed on that. Like it's nice, but at the same time, you kind of want you want the, the the reason why. You want to at least understand why. Uh, or so I don't know. I think overall though, I'm not going to ramble. I'm not going to carry on. Uh, I'm probably going to say so bad. It's scary too. It's not, it's not that awful. Of a movie. I mean, we've seen worse, but it is kind of boring. It's a long stretch of boringness. Um, the kills are very tame. It's just, yes, it's, I you know the five star people it's underrated. It's under professional. I get it, though. Cause to me, it's kind of, Forgettable, and like, I understand why it's kind of forgettable. It doesn't have the wow factor that the Five Thirteens, the Halloweens, right. the Nightmare on Elm Streets uh, that are c- going to come out did. It just kind of it's there. Like it's okay. It's not horrible. Horrible. Kind of, but it's it. just
1: there. You nailed it. With it has no wow factor. There's a reason it's gotten lost to the addles of time.
0: Yeah. It's just, so I'm saying so bad it's scary myself. Uh, it can be passed up. I don't think I we had, I probably had more fun talking about it than yeah. It, watching I, I agree. It, I think so. I
1: had more fun talking about it. And it's again, if maybe you're a hardcore horror person, who's into yeah, it, very hardcore. Yeah, en-
0: enjoy. You'll have a watch. A It'll casual like, hardcore fans or horror fan isn't going to really right. enjoy because this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right, that's it for us. We wrapped up final exam this week. Uh, no more school. No more school books. is out. Yeah, no more teachers' <laughs> dirty looks. Uh, um, yeah, right. we'll be back guys. We'll be back real soon with the uh, another horror movies. but so in the meantime guys, watch more horror movies and remember to always keep it tight.